0: Welcome to the Doer Series, a science based guide to overcoming procrastination for good. I'm Dr. Jordan Gabriels, here to guide you on your journey to understand more deeply why you procrastinate and to develop the skills necessary to overcome it. The content in this series is adapted from the Doer mobile app. The app provides a straightforward program to help you put into practice the skills you will acquire from these episodes. So, to get the full experience, Download the Doer app, which is linked in the podcast description. Now, without further ado, let's dive into the lesson. Welcome to lesson five of Doer. In this lesson, we're focusing on something you probably haven't considered. It's one of the simplest, yet most effective strategies for overcoming procrastination. That strategy is altering the task itself. That's right, not your mindset, not your environment, but the task itself. So let's dive right in. I asked a couple of my friends about the most important tasks and goals in their lives. Listening to their responses reveals a lot about the mechanics of procrastination. Everyone had goals that they never seemed to make progress on, goals that sat on their to-do list week after week, never moving an inch closer to completion. Though the goals varied widely, there were some commonalities in the structure of their goals. Take a listen to a few of these goals and see if you can spot any patterns that explain why they're not making progress on them.
1: Uh yeah well uh, one of my personal goals is to own a home in Australia with a backyard. <laughs> where do I start? <laughs> um, I'm currently procrastinating an assignment um, where I have to write a 2,500 word case report. Okay, so one of the the tasks that's been on my list is traveling. I want to see some friends, I want to visit my family, I want to go on trips with my partner. So that's been on my list like for months.
0: What did you notice? Did you spot any patterns? To be honest, to the untrained ear, it's hard to spot what they all have in common. So let me tell you, each of these goals are slightly ambiguous and also pretty significant undertakings. You see, for each of these goals, the person hasn't clearly defined the specific actions they need to take. For example, Elise mentioned that she wanted to travel, however it's not exactly clear what she needs to do to make that happen. Ambiguous tasks create discomfort in our brains. The uncertainty about what precisely we need to do triggers an uncomfortable feeling that we try to evade. Specific tasks are much less overwhelming. When a task is both clear and compact, we can visualize what success looks like. That level of clarity is motivating. I've talked with dozens of people about overcoming procrastination, and often all I need to do is ask something like this to get them unstuck. What exactly do you need to do to make progress on your goal? Asking that question a few times in a row leads them to a clear and specific action. The moment they reach that point, they often become unblocked and start making progress towards their goal. Check out the rest of my conversation with Elise to see how that unfolds. Is there a specific task? Like, what would be the first thing that you would do to travel?
1: The first thing that I would do to initiate, like, the travel process is to, like, focus on logistics. So, coordinating with my partner for time off or, like, chatting to my friends about, like, a good time. visit or like checking with work to see what, you know, um, when I can take time
0: off. You can immediately see that the ambiguous task of travelling is actually made up of dozens of smaller tasks like booking time off work and coordinating with her friends when they're available. It's no wonder she's overwhelmed by the task. Eventually Elise boils things down to a single task to kick off the process.
1: So, the first thing that I would need to do is I would probably need to check with my work to see that I can actually take time off and what would be a good time off, like good period of time to take off.
0: It helps to have someone painstakingly push you towards a single unambiguous task. However, this is also a conversation you can have with yourself. When you're putting off a task, ask yourself, what is the very first thing I would need to do to initiate progress on this task? Answering that question moves you a lot closer towards making progress. The ambiguity of a task is not the only villain here. There is a second factor of tasks that leads to procrastination, the size of the task. Chronic procrastinators often have grand plans, but the grandness of those plans usually overwhelms us and prevents us from taking action. One strategy for overcoming this state is to keep reducing the size of your goal until you're able to break through the getting started threshold. You can break tasks down into ridiculously small steps. For example, writing an essay can be reduced down to opening a document and writing just one sentence. Crossing that starting threshold often naturally leads to more significant progress. But just be careful not to put too much pressure on yourself to make progress beyond your initial goal. If you set your initial goal as two minutes of work, but actually won't be satisfied until you've done an hour, your brain will perceive it as a much larger task and avoid doing the two minutes in the first place. To counteract this, remind yourself that you can always stop after at least two minutes. Once you've done two minutes of work, Celebrate your accomplishment. Literally say out loud, well done, you've crossed the starting threshold. Then decide if you want to continue. Planning can become a form of procrastination. Many procrastinators are actually fantastic planners. The problem is that the act of planning can become a way to put off getting started. Beware of this trap. If you tend to overplan, only define the first one or two steps. You don't need to outline every step in the process. Your goal is just to get started. At this point, you might be thinking, I know all of this. I've heard this advice a thousand times. If that's the case, you've demonstrated the difference between knowledge and habits. What's far more important than knowing this advice is developing the habit of using it. Unit five of Doer is designed to help you create the habit of setting goals that are less likely to result in procrastination. Your daily procrastination reflections in unit five will prompt you to modify the features of tasks to help you get past the starting threshold. If you're not using the Doer app, write down these two questions at the top of your to-do list every day. Firstly, is this task specific? Do I know exactly what steps I need to take? And secondly, is this task small enough that I can easily cross the starting threshold? If you struggle with procrastination, make sure to modify your tasks so that the answer to both of those questions is yes. So that's it for Lesson 5. To recap what we've covered, there are two strategies to help you get past the starting threshold. First, make sure your task is less vague. Clear tasks eliminate the mental discomfort that leads you to avoid starting. Second, don't let the size of your goal overwhelm you. Break it down into smaller, manageable pieces to help you take that first step. So there you have it two simple ways to cross the starting threshold until next time this is jordan saying the best way to start is to actually start take care everyone i hope today's lesson resonated with you for the full experience and for additional tools make sure to download the duo mobile app it's designed to support your journey every step of the way find the link in the podcast description